0: Hi, it's Mark Sinkowitz. Last month, I had the pleasure of attending the National Association of Plant Breeders annual meeting in Ames, Iowa. As always, I sat down with this year's Borlaug Scholars to talk about their career, where they're headed, and why the Borlaug Scholarship is of value to them the napb Borlaug scholars program strengthens the plant breeding profession by helping support attendance of future leaders at the napb annual meeting sam mcdonald is a phd candidate at the university of georgia his doctoral research focuses on the identification of resistance genes to the fungal disease frog eye leaf spot We talked about frog eye leaf spot and his work and why being a Borlaug scholar is important to him. Enjoy our chat. Well, thank you, Sam, for sitting down with me. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Now, you are a student at the University of Georgia. Yes. And your research focuses on something called frog eye leaf spot. Mm being a layman myself, I have never heard of Frog Eye Leaf Spot. Can you tell us exactly what it is and, and why your research is significant?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so to start, I work on soybean breeding um, and soybean genetics, and I do that at the University of Georgia. and. A lot of times when people hear that they say hey, what there's there's soybeans grown in georgia um and there actually are there's not a lot just um, a little over 100,000 hundred thousand acres um, but it is uh, soybeans have been grown in in georgia um, longer than any other state in america actually soybeans were brought in through savannah um, but because Georgia has a really hot and humid climate there is a lot of issues uh, with growing soybeans in Georgia one of those being diseases um, so the particular particular disease that I work on is rarely leaf spot it's a fungal disease um, it has been in the U.S. Um, for about 100 years is when it was first discovered here. Um, but for a long time soybeans couldn't be grown very well in the south because of diseases like this. Um, so in the 80s there's a lot of research done uh, for finding resistance to this disease um, and some of this resistance to frog spot spot we're still using till today. Um, but there hasn't been much character characterization of it on a molecular level. Um, so we know that you know, certain genotypes or certain lines of soybeans have this resistance, but we don't know how it works um, very well. So my research is focused on characterizing this resistance that we have um, so that we can continue to use it better in the future, um, but also to find new sources of resistance um, in case um, we ever need, like, a backup or if the disease is able to overcome this resistance that we have. Uh, we have a plan B, essentially. Hmm. So what made you want to study this? What what made you
0: kind of fall in love with frog eye, leaf spot, and want to actually Focus your PhD studies on it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, like I said, being in Georgia, it's a great place to study diseases because we have so much of it. Um, but yeah, um plant pathology has always kind of um interested in me in a way. I guess because uh, I mean, as as humans and animals, like we don't really have um like resistances to diseases. Like there's certainly like genetic disposition to certain diseases, um, and like some people have better immune systems than others. But in plants, um you can have you know, a single version of a gene that makes you completely resistant to a gene or to a to a disease, um, and that's always really interested me, um, you know, how plants have these different types of immune systems. So getting to study um, a disease that has some economic importance um, and a crop soybean that I really care about, um, it's something that really excites me and I have a lot of interest in.
0: Yeah, and how did you get interested in plant breeding in general, like in the first place? Do you remember that first little spark that... that you got that? You're like, wow, this is something I might be able to actually make a career out of.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. if For me, there was ever like one specific moment, um, but I grew up on a farm um, in, in Missouri, um, typical Midwest farm, corn and soybeans and wheat. Um, so I always like had that background um, and exposure to agriculture at a young age. Um, and even when I think back, uh, my family always had a garden, and I remember being a little kid out there selecting, um, you know, my favorite colors of ornamental corn or um, we would always grow like little ornamental pumpkins and I would save the seeds for my favorite ones and replant them. So even back then, before I even knew what plant breeding was, I was still out there making selections and now I can look back and see, oh, I was actually like selecting for these traits and this is why it was working and why it wasn't. Um, but then as I you know, got older, um, I really had an interest in, um, in science, um, always enjoyed all my science classes in high school, so then when it came time to co- go to college, um, I knew that I had this love of plants and agriculture um, and also a real interest in genetics, so it just made sense um, to study plant breeding um, and hopefully make an impact on my family's farm back home, someday develop new varieties that they might even be growing. So you, you actually grew up on a farm.
0: Mm-hmm. And what's your earliest memory of growing up on the farm and, and being inspired by that? Is there one particular thing that comes to mind for
1: you? Probably one of like the most memorable things I have that really influenced like my decision to become a plant breeder is probably not not the good things, but the bad things. So there were years, um, where there were droughts, years where there were floods, um, years where there were you know insect outbreaks, um, and those types of things. I really saw how it affected um, my family's well-being, um, but also the crop that we could produce, um, and in turn. Um, you know, sell and eventually go on to make food for the rest of the world. Um, so I think living through some of those things and seeing um, and then learning how what plant breeders do um, to try to mitigate some of those you know, negative things that can happen um, on a farm really influenced me.
0: Now, as I mentioned earlier, we're here in Ames, Iowa, for the annual meeting of the National Association of Plant Breeders. You're Borlaug Scholar. Congratulations. Thank you. Why is a scholarship of value to you in in your career? How might it help you out?
1: Yeah, um, well, the Borlaug Scholars is a really great program that's been happening within NAPB for several years now. Um, And one of, I think, the most beneficial things about being a Borlaug Scholar is just the amount of connections you get to make. So already being here at the NAPB annual meeting, um, there's so many connections to make, um, you know, meeting with old friends and meeting new people who there may be collaborations with in the future. Um, But being a Borlaug Scholar also paired with a mentor um, who is someone who is um, a leader in this this industry. Um, So with them being your mentor, you obviously get um, a lot of really good advice and guidance in your career, um, but also access to their entire network of people too. Um, So it's a really great opportunity to meet people and kind of expand um, the people I know and my network and hopefully uh, foster collaborations in the future.
0: I look forward to following your work, congratulations again on the scholarship and very nice to meet you Sam. Yeah, it's great to be here. For more coverage of this year's NAPB meeting, visit seedworld.com NAPB 2022. Thanks for listening.